Hey moms, moms to be and moms of the spawn. I'm here with Shay as always. Hey witches. And um, we're doing things a little differently today. We're we're in two completely different places recording from our homes. And uh, just wanted to throw that in there so that you guys would know what's going on if the audio is any different or you can hear things a little bit more. Um, we're just figuring this out today. <laughs> And trying to put it together for you guys. Uh, We are very excited about today's episode. As I am sure everyone is. Um, Mm -hmm. We're talking about monster-in-laws today. Um, Mostly sharing stories of other monster-in-laws. And um, reacting to those. some good ones. Yeah, we're really excited for it. Everything's going to be anonymous today. Because we don't want to cause any problems anywhere. Um, you'll hear our raw reactions to it and even some tips or tricks to maybe strengthen your relationship with your monster-in-law should you want to. So let's get right into it. So what have you been up to since last week? What's been going on? nothing just waiting on halloween waiting on this episode i got my diet dr pepper i got my attitude i am ready for today me and you both girl except for we've we've had quite a bit going on especially this morning so what happened um i woke up to my son had taken his diaper off had poop everywhere oh what a shitty situation (laughs) Sorry. Well, I cried. I cried. Or I would have too. I cried. I called Michael. I was like, I don't know what to do. Help me. What do What do I do? He's like, I'm at work. What do you want me to do? I was like, I don't know. He said, Well, I'm on my way home. I said, Okay. Oh, well, it's nice that he came to help you. Yeah. Well, then ten minutes later, I called him. I was like, Don't worry about coming home. I've got this under control. Like, I was just overwhelmed. I've got everything together. He was like, I'm coming home. <laughs> like, you need some help right now. So we got all that together. Uh, we figured all that out. So, but we're excited for Halloween too. And I'm really excited for this episode. Um, I think everybody likes to hear a little bit of tea, you know, let's Ooh, spill the tea yes. a little bit. <laughs> I have, I have some that I've kept a secret from you. So I can oh. get your raw, authentic reaction. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> those are not always uh, PG rated. So I'm glad we're doing this here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So let's just jump right into it. I want to jump into it with stories. Like, let's just get right to it. Okay. You want me to start with one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So this one's really short, but to me, it is really funny. Okay. Okay. So this one goes, my sister-in-law is still pissed off at my husband because my husband gave his brother-in-law proof that she cheated on him eight years ago and we have a three-year-old nephew that she refuses to let him see okay never met him go ahead and she is still just being super petty that she got called out for being a hoe (laughs) (laughs) okay so here's here's my only like critique to this why did he keep it a secret until eight years later I don't know. Maybe. Why did he wait eight years? I don't know. I don't know. Well, that doesn't make any kind of sense. I would have told her as soon as I found out. Maybe she pissed him off. So, but I don't know if 
it, it's not very clear if it's the brother-in-law or the sister-in-law that is related to the husband right so it, it's not very clear the family and, relation there is kind of yeah wonky to try and keep track of right so well I think I think it's still a little petty you know why are you keeping your nephew because you got caught doing wrong yeah well so. I guess actually it makes more sense now that it's no actually it doesn't make any sense at all I don't know where I was going with that <laughs> it actually it still doesn't make sense <laughs> But uh, I got one here. Let's see. Uh, for a couple of years now, my mother-in-law, sister-in-law, mother-in-law and sister-in-law have been making up rumors and spreading lies to friends and family. It broke my heart. I came from a very broken family. And when I first got with my husband, they made me feel very welcome, loved and liked um, and made me feel like I was part of the family. I fell in love with those two people as they were um, and then found out that they were constantly talking about me behind my back. They started doing little things that were hurtful too, including everyone in secret Santa on Christmas, but me telling others my personal business, making jokes about my appearance. Anyways, with all of that being said, I've cried to my husband over this. I've been grieving my relationships with them and he knows how much all of this hurts. I went no contact about a year and a half ago. Well, turns out... My husband's the one telling them lies and awful things about me. Yes. Every time we argue, he is never the bad guy and texts them to tell them how bad I am. Love this man to death. I don't know what to do. I'm so lost and confused and hurt. Um, I live 12,000 miles plus away from all of my family and friends, and I don't have anyone to talk to about any of this. Oh, my God. Right? Like, uh, can we say divorce? Move I know that. what you should do you should leave right like um move, oh that is awful move that 1200 miles right back to your family and friends exactly. and, and live your life girl that's like ultimate betrayal okay oh look my I just God. right now as we speak I just had somebody text me a story that uh they won't add it to this so Ooh, um <laughs> No names mentioned, but you could throw in how my mother-in-law's a method and swore I was somehow putting stuff in her hair products and making her hair fall out. <laughs> what? Spoiler alert, it was the meth and lack of nutrition, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> we shouldn't laugh at these people's stories. I'm sorry, y'all. Some of it's just hilarious. She said, spoiler, spoiler alert, <laughs> it was the meth. But she swore it was me after about two weeks of blaming me. The bitch cut all her hair off. What the oh my hell? God. Like she said, like short, short. It was completely down to her butt and she cut it off. Not only did she cut her hair off, she was working, taking care of an elderly woman who was sick and had had done lost her hair. This geek monster put her hair in a bag geek and monster. brought <laughs> Jay, she put her hair in a bag and brought it to the old lady told her she could make a wig out of it ew i'm gonna vomit oh my gosh how is this bedridden poor sick old woman gonna turn your meth mop into a wig she said meth mop. <laughs> yo then everybody wonders what led up to me beating her damn ass <laughs> oh my god a month later and going full contact yo the whole point of this episode let me just 
disclaimer here the whole point of this episode and i'm sure y'all can hear callie crying in the background but it's nothing serious she's dramatic the whole point of this episode is to let you guys know that you're not alone if you're having right. problems with your in-laws you are not alone 90 percent of the people i know have problems with their mm-hmm. in-laws so i should have probably added it in the beginning but i just wanted you know we just wanted to get on here and share the stories of others so that you know sometimes we find comfort in other people's uncomfort you know sometimes it it makes you feel better to know that you're not alone that other people are going through similar situations or even worse so we just wanted to put that out there that that's the reason we're doing this we're not we're not doing this to make fun of anybody's situation so anyway that's the that's the point of the uh, whole story thing I just wanted to put that out there (laughs) I didn't want anybody that we asked for all these stories just to laugh at them, you know? Okay, so I have a good one for you. You ready? All right. The subject of this one was called, my mother-in-law is a petty ass bitch. So here we go. My mother-in-law butt dialed my husband and called me a bitch and him a worthless father because we hadn't gone over to see her in one fucking week. Oh my God, a whole week? A whole seven days. I don't know how I'd live with myself. still hasn't apologized to me, but has made amends with my husband. She tries to get him to bring over my two-month-old son without telling me, his mother. Uh, uh, Okay, go ahead. (laughs) My husband obviously told me the situation, and my son will not be seeing her for a while. If she doesn't realize that her respect with me is crucial, she will not see my son at all. Absolutely. Her title to my child does not make her entitled to my child. How many times have I told you that? How Bitch, many? Listen, I'm going to get that tattooed on my chest. Right. Uh, I mean, just down my arm so that anytime I have a problem, let me, let me just let you in on a little secret. A title does not entitle you to shit. Anything especially like okay you know and and you could apply that to any situation in any any given role in life you know Mm -hmm. Um, because even the title as a mother doesn't entitle me to belittle my children and can I just say what are the odds that she butt dials her son and is just so happening to be talking shit right because to me that sounds like she purposely did that Right. Like she wanted to say it. She wanted to get it off mm-hmm. her chest, but she didn't have yeah. the, the gumption to do it on her own. I don't believe for a second that that was by an accident. Right. No, I could see, you know, what are the odds you just so happen? I mean, I guess playing the devil advocate if he was the last person she talked to and it was the same day, you know, but it would have to work out perfectly for that to happen. But I feel like smartphones don't butt dial anymore, you know? Oh, mine does. Oh, okay. Mine absolutely I does. I stand corrected. <laughs> No, mine absolutely does. Or if I'm on the phone with somebody, you know, on iPhones, I have an iPhone. So sometimes the screen will light up and I'll accidentally add a contact to the phone call and it'll merge. Oh, no. Yes, I've had it happen before. Um, But can we touch on the subject of he's reconciled or she's reconciled with my husband, but not me? Like that's that's not a thing to me. You don't. Oh, absolutely not. You don't get to, it's just like that saying you hear all the time. Like if you're going to say, hey, to my husband in public, you need to say, hey, to me. Exactly. Like we're one. When and we you don't said get that, to disrespect me and still be 
like you don't know you don't get to disrespect me and still be privileged enough to see my kid because he is part of me too right if you disrespect me you're disrespecting part of them right mm-hmm. I mean in my logic so I have another one here um last night was my final straw with my father-in-law so we've not had a father-in-law yet so I have two for you oh goodness okay I went to contact, I went no contact. And like I said before, my husband was struggling. They're very, um, they are a very enmeshed, enmeshed, enmeshed. I guess she means like they're very close family. Mm -hmm. My father-in-law is extremely manipulative. My husband went to a concert with his dad, no big deal, but decided to go to the bar after, which I've made very clear. I don't like every time him and his dad go to a bar together, nothing good comes of it. For example, once my father-in-law tried to set him up for a one-night stand and another oh, no. ended up <laughs> oh no <laughs> no ma'am another one ended up high on coke together oh no no yeah. ma'am it just keeps getting worse so he didn't come home after the concert I finally texted no response then called and he was like we're going for one last beer this is already past midnight so I feel angry. I tell him I'm sick of the no communication. I'm sick of the lies, I'm sick of the disrespect, mm-hmm. as you should. It became an argument of how controlling I am because his dad could die any day and he needs to appreciate his time with him. Mind you, nothing is physically wrong with his dad. I'm also pregnant and due any day. My God, it just keeps getting worse. Can you fucking imagine? Listen, there's more. He is high on <laughs> cocaine while she goes into labor or drunk or like I, I don't understand what oh my god say? or hooking up with another bitch right like okay I've got a story to that but anyway his dad's the one that said I'm stealing his son from him because I made him move out at 30 made him move out at 30 oh hell no and put I up can't. boundaries <laughs> I warned him before about this behavior that I won't tolerate it so I called my lawyer about everything today to file for a divorce and full custody hell yes girl yes i'm tired of the constant battle six years later of dealing with the same crap from this family i'm over it at any time in my life where i should oh i'm i'm at a time in my life where i should be overwhelmed with joy i'm sick of the constant narcissistic behavior lies and everything that comes with it i just don't understand how you could not want what's best for your son doing drugs with him encouraging cheating i would never want this for my son Right. right exactly like I've always said that I'm gonna raise my son to the best of my ability for him right. to know this is how you treat a woman this is what you do for your wife this is how you run your household like but and I've always said that I will not be the monster-in-law that's what I was about to say I'll never be a monster-in-law though like I'm not going to be overbearing I'm not going to I say that now but I'm so protective of myself. <laughs> I'm me too I'm going to end up a story on somebody else's podcast. Oh my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> Tag me in it, please. Right. At least at me. But no, like going out, doing coke, getting high, trying to set your son up on a one night stand, like while she's pregnant, sitting at home. Y'all, this That's is insane. This I is cannot. like the definition of monster-in-law. Now okay, I wanted ready. Sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to, I just wanted to throw one of my little stories in there real quick, like a personal story. Ooh. So, so that we can laugh at that because my my cope with like uncomfortable is laugh like I just laugh and these stories oh my god me, so, me too they make me so uncomfortable maybe we shouldn't have done it 
<laughs> You're right. <laughs> I don't want people to sit here thinking that we're just it's just a bad idea. Right. Um, so when I was dating a uh, certain sperm donor <laughs> to, to my oldest, uh, she was born February 1st, 2018. His parents, my parents were all at the hospital. Um, we didn't allow anybody else to begin with. Uh, from what I can remember, there's a lot of trauma block there. But I do specifically remember not even maybe 15 minutes after Callie was born, his dad made it a point to let me know with a comment. He said, he, and I laugh because, <laughs> because looking at looking back, like as the person I am now, I would have got up and punched him in his teeth. But then I was just so, you know, out of it. But whatever. He looked me square in my face and said, well, he had to be a whore. She came out so easy. <gasps> you're lying no I'm not he called me he said you had to have been a whore insinuating that I was loose in his terms who says something like that what the (laughs) fuck and I laugh at it now because it's just so ridiculous you know like just (laughs) why would you say something like that to somebody why would you that is so awful right okay well it gets worse Because where you mentioned, like, could you imagine he was hooking up with somebody else while she was, you know, giving birth? Yeah. When I was 19 weeks pregnant with Callie, they thought that I was having a miscarriage. And um, I tried to call her dad and, well, her father, her her donor, tried to call him over and over again. And he would not answer while I was in the hospital. A uh, day and a half later, he finally answered and come to find out he was hooking up with somebody at a party. When I confronted him about oh this. God. In front of his parents, his dad hit me in my face. Bitch. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. What the fuck? So, yeah. Well, and I called the police on him. As you, you should. Okay. Do you know what they said? What? There's no There's marks. we can do? Yeah. Oh, hell no. There's no marks. <laughs> Looking at no, it. No, ma'am. I mean, yes, that's all they said. There's no marks. So... I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy at how much audacity these people have just because I could it, not just because something dropped out of your crotch. That means that you could tell them how to live their life after they're married and, and have their own home and own kids Absolutely and things not. like that. But get out of here, people. So on to the next couple of stories we have here. Shay, you go ahead. Okay, I've got a few good ones. We'll start off with, um, okay, so as a breastfeeding mom, this one may not seem like a big deal to other people, but it would be a very big deal to me, and it obviously is a big deal to this girl. Right. She goes, went to pump at 6 a.m. and noticed a few samples of formula on the counter after my husband's dad fed the baby. Just asked him if he fed her formula, and he said, yeah, you had it, so why not? (sighs) Yeah, I would be livid. I would be very mad. Yeah. She's never had a drop of formula. She is 15 weeks old. I make enough for her plus one extra bottle a day. I'm just so mad and feel like he went behind my back on purpose. I know, right? Hi, Linky. Glad you made your appearance this week. And she said, how do I address this? Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> With a uh, very... You beat his ass. That's what I was about to say. With a very firm hand to the side of his face. Yeah. <laughs> and to no. other people, that might not seem like a big deal. No, I think it's it's a huge deal because I don't breastfeed, you know. And even when I did, it, I didn't do it for long. It, 
even as a formula mom, well, now whole milk, we graduated to whole milk. Oh, yeah. uh, Much cheaper. But even as a formula fed mom, like I can never imagine walking into the kitchen and what if it was roles reversed? Like what if, you know, there for some reason was some donated breast milk in my freezer and I walked in and expected, you know, my baby to be fed formula and somebody had fed my baby that donated milk, you know, I'd be pissed off. Yeah, I'd be really mad. Yeah, I mean, because especially I know breastfeeding is like such a huge journey and it is really hard. You know, it's really hard. So once you make it like she's made it to 15 weeks and you've made it to almost a year. So I'm sure it feels like somebody's taken away your accomplishment. Like you Mm -hmm. can't say at that point, I mean, you can if you want to, but you can't know that your baby had never had formula at that point and somebody else took that away from you. Boy, I would... There would be some issues. Yeah, there would be that that person wouldn't be taking care of my kid anymore. There would be no reason that that Mm -mm. her her if I was in a situation, my father in law would not be left alone with my kid no more. You can't respect can't respect the way I want my baby fed. But then then don't watch him. Devil's advocate here. Um, Mm -hmm. he was just trying to help, you know. Right, and I understand that when it comes to other people's children, ask. Right. Well, and it sounds like she had breast milk in, in the freezer. You know, if she pumps yeah. every day and she has the breast milk with it, then there was no reason and for at, him to do that anyway. At 15 weeks, everyone knows you breastfeed. Right. Oh, yeah. There was no, oh, I didn't know you were doing that. Now, yeah. I do know. And your puppies made an appearance today, too. We are so lucky. I know, right? You got a house full, huh? Yes, we- girl. <laughs> When uh, Callie was little, she was breastfed for the first couple of weeks. And I know that her grandparents on her father's side refused to touch my breast milk. They would not feed her. I would pump. Why do people make it so weird? And Okay. Human, it, it aggravates me because cows eat cow milk. You know, yeah. humans eat cow milk. Dogs eat dog milk. I mean, so why is it weird for humans to eat human milk? Yeah. Why is it so sexualized? Why is that so right. weird? Why is you it nasty? Breastfeed your one-year-old? Well, yes. yeah, I sure do. Thank you for your input, but it was not needed or appreciated. So let me. You know, let, <laughs> I I've tried to get Alex to try my breast milk on so many occasions, and he just refuses. Well, I tried to do the same thing with Michael. Like all the time, I was like, just taste it. Like, just, I'll pour it in a cup for you. I'll squirt it in a cup. For you. I'll put it in your coffee. Yeah. Uh, just, just taste it. And they're like, mm-hmm. he's like, no way. I'm sure like, I sure am no. not. Why? And I was like, all right, whatever. I'll put yeah. it in your cereal. For you. <laughs> you'll drink, you'll drink milk from a whole different animal, like a whole different mammal. You'll right. drink. He makes such a big deal out of it. He'll drink cow's milk, but he's not drinking human milk. <laughs> So I've got another one here and it, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to laugh. It's hilarious to me and I know it's insensitive, but. <laughs> oh God, I'm not ready. Listen, it's hilarious to me. My mother-in-law adds Jesus to my son's picture, making them, <laughs> making them look like he has passed away. <laughs> well, why? why i cannot handle it 
why not just make the caption Jesus is watching over him, you know, or Jesus has his hand over it. Like, why wouldn't you just add a caption? Why do you need to make a full fledged Photoshop picture? To the clouds. I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, I haven't talked to her in weeks because she's annoying. Obviously, I sounds mean, that, like it. That's annoying as shit. Anyway, so today's my birthday, and she makes a fake a happy Facebook birthday. post. I think this is from a couple of days ago, but happy birthday, girl! And she makes a Facebook post that I didn't comment on. As her friends all comment to say happy birthday, she's responding, "Thank you," like it's her birthday. <laughs> Somebody get this lady some medication. You know, I have noticed that a lot of people do do that. Yeah. Thank you. But why? Like, I would never say thank you to somebody telling somebody else happy birthday. Like, if I'm not involved, leave me alone. I'm not telling you thank you. <laughs> she said, I can't with this woman. If she wasn't so damn annoying, I wouldn't be annoyed. <laughs> well, obviously. Right. <laughs> if she wasn't annoying, no, you wouldn't be annoyed. But that's crazy to me. Like, why is she adding Jesus pictures? Why is she photoshopping? That is... I feel bad for saying this, but that is so weird. Right. That's just weird. Absolutely, it is. Okay. Now, this one makes me very angry. Oh, Lord. Is it one that I've heard? I'm really, I'm yes. really concerned about the ones that I haven't heard. <laughs> this one, well, I've told you a little bit about it. Okay. Okay. So, this one is about a father-in-law. Mm-hmm. It goes... My father-in-law has always given me very weird pedo vibes. Oh, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. He is 65 and lives alone. Okay. And my mother-in-law divorced when my husband was in high school because he was having an affair with a 19-year-old. Holy shit. school with my husband. Holy shit. Because I was about to say, well, wonder why he's divorced. But there it is. Right there in your face. You know why, yes, he, gives you pet- you know why he gives you pedo vibes? Because he is a pedo. Next. Continue. It gets I'm already- better. Marty pissed. Well, actually, it gets worse. Jesus. Okay, My father-in-law go. was in his 50s at the time of the affair. Uh, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, my God. He was 50. She was, he was in his 50s. That means he could be his 50s and 19. Yeah. Gross. Okay, listen, I'm not one to judge. I don't judge if, you, if you're old enough, but she's in high school, man. She probably yeah, still lives with gross. her parents. Literally old enough to be her grandfather. Gross on his part. Like, no, yeah. we're gross, gross on his on part. Gross on both, girl. Well, can, yeah. But, at 19 years old, you can do better. But you can be and groomed, younger. too. But you yeah, know what? You can sure. be groomed, too. So let's not let's not with her. But with him, he's a grown-ass man. He knows what the hell he's doing. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Okay, continue your story, because I'm sure I'm just going to get more pissed off. She goes on to say, my father-in-law lives in the same mobile home park as us. So mm-hmm. naturally, he is the first to welcome home our new baby girl after three boys. Mm-hmm. Yay, good for you. Right? Um, for you, not, not father-in-law. Right. Um, he was holding her the day we brought her home and kissed her on the mouth. Stop. And called her sexy. <gasps> He called the baby sexy. No, my God. No, no, yes. no, no, no. And she goes, it made me really uncomfortable. So I tell my husband to get the baby so I can quote unquote feed her. And my husband says, oh, he's just messing around. Don't take it so seriously. Because the husband's used to that type of behavior because he grew up with him. First off, 
You called my baby, my day, my however old baby, sexy. How do I not take that seriously? Well, he, well, she said that he was the first to welcome her home and kissed her mm-hmm. on the mouth. So I'm assuming that she's less than a week old. That makes me want to vomit. And um, let me just be the one to say. Let me just say this, and and no offense to anybody, but to me, all newborns look like wrinkly old aliens. So it wasn't like, uh, to me, in my mind, that was just like, to him, she was sexy because she was a girl. Like she didn't have to, I mean, you cannot sexualize a child that young. Yeah. So it just had to have been because she was a girl. I heard him. That makes me so like. That makes me sick. Does it, it does she feel physically sick? Right. Did she say in in the post anywhere in the however you got the? Did she say that they went no contact? Like did no. Oh, she just no. asked what um what can I do? No contact. Um, you can leave. Right. No contact. No contact. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I'd be able to hold my my composure. I I don't think so either. I could not. Mm-mm. I would There's have no C section and all. I would have yanked my baby up and been like get out yeah. and then for her husband to say don't take it so seriously don't take it that's your daughter go you live in you're just as weird go live in his his mobile home with him because mm-hmm. you're not living here no more jeez that's ridiculous i mean how'd you okay let me just oh that's gonna take a minute to recover from let me get in here. We've got some emails. Let me read you one of these emails. Because I'm just speechless on that. I, yeah. I, I'm, I, when I read that, I was like, girl, like, I'm let actually, me know. I, I have an extra room. Right. Like, I need to just, I need to breathe for a minute because that was a lot. That's, oh, Lord. I, I'm going to send all the good vibes to that baby. Yes, girl. Let's, let's just, okay. Um, so here's another story that was sent in by one of our, uh, Facebook members. So if you're listening, hello, Hey girl, thank you. Thank you for your, uh, contribution. So it starts out. Okay. So let me start off by saying me and his mom, not his birth mom. She's his stepmom, but she basically raised him. We never had any problems before this. I liked her. I'm pretty sure she liked me. So we live in Georgia, but he's from North Carolina. So we go up there to visit his family. She offered for us to stay with her, knowing we had our two dogs with us. Keep in mind, she breeds dogs and has a room outside. She keeps them in. So we put our dogs out there in that room for the night. The next morning we get up, she stomps up to me. She stomps up to me and she was like, y'all's dog made a mess in my room. That's where I make my money. I need y'all to clean that mess up. Literally. All I said was, okay, I'll let my husband know we need to clean it up in the nicest way. So I told my husband and he and his dad went to clean up this so-called mess. There was a puddle of pee on the concrete floor that is outside. And then a couple piles of poop that looked like they had been there for months. Still, we didn't say anything. My husband took the hose and hosed down the room, bleached it and all. So we were headed home later that day because I had to go to work the next day. Not even two hours after we left, he got a text message from his mom saying how rude I was to her. And she couldn't believe he's with someone that would talk to his mom that way. Oh, whatever. Um, And was saying how I reminded her of his ex because of how rude I was. 
A couple of days later, she sent him a screenshot of something I shared on Facebook. Like he can't see what I post on Facebook. Side note, I'm atheist. He knows that. And he's fine with it, even though he's Christian. Religion's never been a problem in our relationship. Good, good for you guys. I'm so yeah, glad good. that y'all, you know, could come to a compromise on that or even an agreement. Uh, the screenshot was atheist related. Along with that screenshot was a text saying he shouldn't have kids with a godless woman. And basically, Girl. basically saying I don't deserve kids. This hurt me the worst because all I have ever wanted is kids and I'm already struggling, oh. struggling with infertility. Oh. Anyways, that's my future mother-in-law. Kind of glad she doesn't live down here. Girl, I'm uh, glad for you. Right. I'm absolutely glad that she doesn't that's live around so- you. Because she sounds like somebody that would be at your house ruining your relationship 24-7. Yep, you're right. Like, I just, I'm, uh, and then it was, for me, it was the behind the back. Like, if you thought I was rude to you, you could have spoke then. When I said yeah. something, you could be like, hey, I don't like the way you said that to me. And or isn't is, it always funny how it's only ever the daughter or the son-in-law? It's only ever them. It's right. Ne- it's never the monster-in-law. Right, no, never. No. no, they couldn't have done anything wrong. Not Mm-mm, the fact that no, she ma'am. stomped up to you and was pissy about the situation, even though she, you know, uh, was the one that offered up the room for your dogs to stay right. in. And knowing- I don't know if anyone knows this, but, you know, dogs do tend to pee and poop. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's it happens a su- sometimes. That's a surprise to me. I didn't know that. It's not like it was like <laughs> on your brand new white carpet. Right. It was in a room where you constantly Outside. keep dogs. <laughs> right where you keep dogs anyway like you have dogs in there all the time that poop and pee in there why was it any different for theirs because you wanted to bitch about it you wanted to find yeah. something that you could turn mm-hmm. into an ordeal to to pry your son away from his wife like get get, the, get out of here yeah just get out get the, get the hell out of here do you got another one i do this one is about a brother okay she um the subject is just what can i do okay so it says Me and my husband and his brother got into a quote unquote disagreement and my husband's brother ended up breaking my my plates, glassware and all of the silverware. He poured out my son's formula. Do you know how expensive that shit is? Formula is really expensive. Broke my son's car seat. Oh my God. That's more expensive. And high chair. Oh my God. What was on? Okay. But how? Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No, what I was going to say is like, how did an argument between y'all three have anything to do with the baby? Right. You're going to sit there and break all that shit. I'm taking you to court. And she goes, and she just asked for advice. She goes, um, regardless of all that, a lot of glass got into my son's clothes and I don't have a job. We are one income household. Does anyone know how to get glass out of his clothes or should I just throw them away and start over? You should throw uh, the brother-in-law away. Yeah, throw him away completely. Throw away. But regarding the clothes, uh, I would personally throw those away. Throw them away because you don't want to take the chance of your baby getting glass in their skin or in their eyes or something like that. Even on me, your address. I got some boy clothes. All right, absolutely. And on top of that, there's all kinds of community churches that churches. do um, Salvation Ooh. Army sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I know around where we live, we have this thing called a surf house that, mm-hmm. that'll that help you out with maternity clothes, even Facebook if you're pregnant. Marketplace, too, is a good thing. Yes. And I know she said that um, she was on one income, but we're, I mean, even if it takes a a couple of weeks to get it together. I'm sure he didn't glass on all the baby's clothes. So, you know, take what you have and, and 
make do for the next couple of weeks and save a little bit of money each week until you absolutely, you know, can afford a little bit of, little bit more clothes. You don't have to buy them all at one time, you know, piece here, piece there. Get his wardrobe back up. Her baby was, but could you imagine being that big of an asshole that you destroy all of your, your nephew's stuff? Right. Like I car seat, his high chair, you poured out his food. That's how your nephew eats and you poured out his food. Yeah, that's disgusting human being. That's a narcissist. That's a narcissist. That's gross. I bet it wasn't his fault either. It was their fault for starting oh, the yeah. argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely not his fault. Not because his they, fault. they know how he is. Don't yeah. you love that? You know how I am. Right. Now, I used to thrive on that. Um, let me go ahead. And this is a, a really short one, but it is something that I personally, it resonates with me. It pisses me off because I personally go through this. As we know, my dad's in prison. Mentioned it last episode, I think. He's been in prison since Mm -hmm. I was 14. I've got two kids and a stepson. So let's talk about this one real quick. Okay. My mother-in-law likes to steal pictures of my kids off of my Facebook, prints them, and mails them to her oldest son, who's surviving life in prison for rape and murder. Um, pardon? Yeah. Now, um... I have asked anybody that is in contact with my father because I do not write him letters. I might talk to him maybe once or twice a month. And that's only for him to tell me that he can't get in touch with my grandmother. Um, But anybody who is in contact with my father, I've asked them not to send pictures of my kids. My dad's not in, not in prison for rape or molestation or pedophilia or anything like that. But there are others who are your wishes and it's your children. I do not want. I do not want pictures of my children in that prison, seeing as it's full of pedophiles and molesters. Right. Even though, even though my dad might not be one, he has them hanging on his wall. Who's to say, you know, uh, his cellmate isn't one. Right. Or somebody just steals his pictures. And I know it's not like my kid in real life, but still, it's the point. It's the thought. Well, that's of- why we don't put pictures of Link online at all. No one is allowed to. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're in the picture with him. Right. He's not going to be on social media until he can post his own pictures. And right. this is why. Well, and I completely respect that. I completely understand that. The only reason my kids are on Facebook is for my family that's not in Right. My daily life, you know, because I've got a lot of family that lives in Michigan and West Virginia and Kentucky, you know, and things like that. So that's why we post them there. But if it was up to me, they wouldn't be on Facebook either. So but that's just just like when I, I, you know, I I do post my kids on Facebook. You do not. You know, in, in my wedding pictures, the photographer had snapped a picture of me and Link. It was an amazing picture. I loved it. I wanted to post it so bad, but I was like, Mm-mm, nope, we'll just send it to her and I'll have it myself. So we. um that's what happened there. Now, I'm going to read another one here off of the emails. This is the last personal email we got. We got a couple of these other stories and messages on Facebook and stuff like that. This one says, um, Shay, you still you still with us? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, because this is all new. I just wanted to make sure we were still connected. Um, she said, so... I have so many monster-in-law stories to share. Like, it's scary to think just how much I have to share on this topic. I think I have the absolute worst one. Just ask Destiny. It could take me months to tell all of my stories, so I'll narrow it down to the ones that really make your jaw drop. Now, I am personal friends with this with this girl, and she, her mother-in-law is absolutely insane. She oh, needs Lord. 
she needs to be in a, in a psych ward. Honestly, she needs help. She needs, I mean, she's crazy. Let me just read you these to uh, kind of back up my point here. Um, so when my husband and I got married, she was, uh, upset for reasons I can't really say publicly, but instead of putting differences aside and celebrating the day with us, she decided to pull up to our wedding with a gun. What? Yeah. With a gun. With a gun. What was she planning on with, doing? I don't know. I guess she thought she was going to the place, shoot the place up, but, what the heck? um, talking about how she's going to beat mine and my sister's ass. My husband calmed her down and made her leave, but the harassment didn't stop there. Um, beat my ass. Excuse me. Beat my ass. My husband calmed her down. <laughs> uh, county police would have had to take her ass. And me too, probably for assault, because I'd probably put her own gun on her. I'm just kidding. That's a that's a terrorist threat. Not saying that out loud. It was a joke. <laughs> for legal reasons, this is all a joke. For legal reasons, that was a joke. Um, she goes on to publicly put on Facebook that my son doesn't belong to my husband. That I've been cheating on him. She did this multiple times, and also told my jaw dropped. Yes, and she does. I've seen the post. I've seen the post. What the hell? She did this multiple times and also told his whole side of the family that she needs a DNA test to prove that our son was his. Excuse me. Shit. You need to mind your own business. Um, who needs a DNA test? Because, um, right. Who needs a DNA test? Because not her. She don't need anything. She needs to find a hole and crawl in it. Then had the audacity to switch it up and start saying that we are petty and keeping her from my baby. What? You don't claim a bitch. <laughs> that was exactly the point. Like she the whole time claimed uh, claimed that that wasn't her son's kid. Then turned it around to make it out to be, well, they don't let me see him. Well, because he's not yours, according to you. He's not your grandson. So what do you need to see him for? Anyway, crazy is an understatement with this woman. And because this email is already so long, I'll share only one more. She's now going around telling everyone, including my husband's baby mama, that I mistreat her kid when he's at our house. Why, you may ask? So his baby mama won't allow us to get him. And my husband's mother can get him and control how often my husband comes over and how often he gets to see his own kid. She sounds like a crazy bitch. She sounds like she needs to be knocked in her teeth. Again, for legal reasons, that's a joke. But, I mean, seriously, seriously, where do you get the audacity? I mean, your pockets have got to be huge to carry around that amount of audacity to make you think that you could tell your son how often he can see his kid, when he can see his kid, what days he can see his kid. Get out of here. Like, get, get off that high horse and understand that what your son's son needs is his father. Right. Every, every boy needs their father. So stop taking that away from him. It's it's a crazy world we live in. It I'm is. Telling, I'm telling you, these mamas. So I have three more. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you choose. Mm. Do you want um, the sicko, the Easter, or the car seat? Um, let's go with Easter because that one doesn't sound as bad as the rest of them. We'll just make our way up the ladder. Oh, bitch, it's bad. Oh, God. Go ahead. Okay. So my mother-in-law takes photos of everything. Every gift you get, anything you do, everything. She claims she's making a baby book for my kids. But here's the thing. I'm the mom. That's my job. 
Exactly. So I was about to say, why is the grandmother making like, baby food for your kids? Um, so my mother-in-law buys custom dolls with my kids' names. Um, the dolls wear clothes with their birthstone colors and their um, birth flowers. I don't know what that is. Um, Mason's birth flower is a petunia. Oh, cute. Yeah, and uh, Callie's is written down in her baby book, too. But, yeah, I do all of that. Birth flowers, birth stones, birth everything. Cute. I'll yeah. have to look into that. Yeah, because they're really cool. Anyway, so not not too bad so far, other than she's overstepping with making a baby book. Continue, because I'm sure it gets worse. This past Easter, we got into a huge fight over an Easter egg hunt that I was planning at my house for mm -hmm. my kids. Mm-hmm. She tried to take over, and when I wouldn't give it given, she got mad, Destiny, mm -hmm. and she slapped me across no. the face. Oh, right um, husband. And he didn't do anything. First off, bitch, <laughs> you gonna hit me in my face at my own house? Uh, at her house? It was at her house? Yeah, it was at her house. Girl, my she, property, my rules. She invited her to her home, and this bitch slapped her in the face. Jesus, she wouldn't have left, except for in handcuffs. Right. My husband was sitting right there and didn't say a word. Oh, my God. Are you, you're, no. Like, now I'm speechless again, and that doesn't happen. Like, yes. can we, like. Who do you think you are? I, at my house? Spell it, it. Uh, hold on let's just spell it right now let's just spell it out because it, it i mean it's written all over the place d-i-v-o-r-c-e <laughs> right because i can't okay okay go ahead she comes into my home after she gets my kids around okay she go ahead claims her being in my home means she's tending to the children oh, i thought we said mother-in-law not nanny <laughs> right what do you mean tending to my children? You need to tend to your attitude. Okay. She believes my children are not safe to play in our fenced backyard alone. They're That's four and six. And we place. live in a gated community. Not her place to make that decision anyway. Exactly. When they ask to go outside, she says no. How are you going to tell my kids no in my house with me standing right there? My house, my yard, my kids. My rules. I told her to let them do what they want to do. It's Easter. They can play outside if they want to. Right. She gets inches away from my face oh. and tells me to shut the hell up. <gasps> oh, God. After she hit her. All right. Now the hair's going up. You already slapped me in the face. Yeah. My husband didn't say shit. We're fighting. I'm going to fight both y'all. Fighting. I'm going to fight both of you and your husband, too, if he's there, because I'm going to fight all y'all. I'll fight everybody. Says, Am I in the wrong? Am well, I how, the issue? Because my grandparents never did anything like this. How no, am I you not, not the issue? Your mama-in-law is the issue. And your husband is too. Hell, why he's just standing there letting her do whatever the hell she if, wants to. If, if that ever happened and Alex did not stand up for me, that would be the end of it. That would. I mean, it would be it. It would okay. be absolutely it and for you to stand there and watch somebody physically put their hands on me, hit me in my face, and you just want to stand there and act like nothing happened? Absolutely not. No, no. That's a no for me, big dog. Mm -mm. When I read that, I was like, I messaged back and I was like, girl, 
is this a joke? Like, if, if it's a joke, I'm still going to use it because it's a good story. She's like, no, it absolutely happened. Holy shit. Absolutely. Oh, let me just take a breather so I can get my get my thoughts together on this. So she hit her in her own yard on Christmas. Then wouldn't let her kids go out in the backyard. You know what? I, I'd have been like, actually, kids, you do need to go out in the backyard because I don't want y'all to see <laughs> Grammy get her ass whooped. <laughs> right. <laughs> actually, please go hide. Yeah, actually, can y'all, actually, Grammy, you might want to go with them because it's going to get Jerry Springer in here. Yeah, because shit's about to go down. And, and there's no bodyguards. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, golly, these stories. Okay, go on to the next one. Have we told one that I didn't hear yet? Um, I did tell you a little bit on this one, but okay. I wanted to save most of it for this. These make me nervous. The ones I hadn't heard, those are the ones that make me nervous. So this one was sent to my personal email. Okay. And the, um, the subject was incest. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't even need to read the story. I know. I know. But it's In- a good story. Oh, my God. It don't sound like it. It sounds like it's going to be a bad story. Oh, my God. She even says that in her. In her okay. Go, what? Go goes, ahead. This is kind of a short story, but a good one. Well, not good but it's a good representation of my sick mother-in-law jesus so here we go let me take a shot real quick Hold on. <laughs> okay it's go ahead painfully obvious that my mother-in-law is deeply in love with my husband <laughs> oh you we didn't have, we have been together since we were teenagers so about 10 years okay he has always had something weird against me she wait my- that means she's in her 20s yeah she's our age yeah holy i know this girl personally i'll tell you who she is out of uh out of this okay oh my i'm a messenger and i'm (laughs) listen i'm gonna get okay go ahead i'm so dumbfounded right now told my future husband her son Mm -hmm. how ugly i was and how i was never good enough and will never be good enough for him and even texted me from his phone destiny from his phone? From his phone. She took How she her get son's it? phone. Okay. And texted her saying, um, we were done and he never wanted to see me again. Oh, well, that sounds just like somebody who was planning to marry you. That sounds just like something somebody. Right. Go ahead. Because this mother-in-law is stupid already. And when I brought it up, she played it off as an April Fool's joke. Ha ha. So funny, right? In what month? Because I'm sure it wasn't April. Right, because I April Fool's joke in the middle of November, ma'am. I think you're a little, little late, ma'am. It's Christmas Eve, right? <laughs> ma'am, it's Christmas. We're opening presents. I'm just gonna eat my turkey, okay? Right, like, look at I'm sitting right across from you. What do you mean? Go ahead, okay. I have millions of stories that I'm willing to share with you guys, but the one I'm about to tell you takes the fucking cake. Wait, that wasn't the story? No. (laughs) On the day of our engagement, we visited my future in-law's house to share the exciting news. Oh, well, uh, spoiler alert, she wasn't excited. Right. Okay. You could see in her face how angry she was. And I just kept putting that ring in her face. Look. If could kill, I would not be sending you this. Oh my gosh, this lady thinks she'd been... Okay, go ahead. 
I could almost see smoke coming out of her ears. She pulled me to the side and told me straight to my no, face. No, she didn't. If incest were legal, he would not need you. You're nothing when it comes to me. I will always be his number one. Oh, God. I just about puked. I got chill I literally do too. And I've read this email three times to make sure I wasn't stroking out, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, I, I'd ask you to repeat it, but I'm sure other people don't want to hear it again. And she That's goes, gross. I couldn't believe what I was hearing when I told my husband, guess what he said? Did he not? He did. He did not agree with her. She's joking. She's joking. <laughs> that ain't a joke, bitch. I'm sure that, that not a joke. I'm Jokes sure that's supposed to be ha ha funny. That is she's nasty. joking. Is she's joking. Gross. That audio right there was it's gonna crack, guys. Sorry, but that was <laughs> that was genuine like surprise. That she just, why do all of these okay? So I know that you've got more to say, but just pause because why do all of these the the um the children of the in-laws, their excuse right. is always they're joking. Oh, they're joking. They're joking. No, they're not joking. You're well, just used to the manipulation. It's always a joke. It's always a joke when it comes to her insulting well, me. In my opinion, that mother-in-law is a joke. So yeah. <laughs> she, I mean, tell I, t- I tell you what, here's some advice. Tell your husband that since she's such a jokester, maybe she should try stand-up comedy and let's see who how many people laugh. Yes. Let's, that's what my answer is to all these folks that want to say it's just a joke. Okay, well, let's put it on Facebook. Me, what shook me the hardest was if incest were legal. Bitch, I would cut you off right there. What do you right. mean if incest were legal? Like, I don't need to hear the rest of your... What I, do you I mean? So basically... Keep it basic, to yourself. Basically, you're telling me that my son uses you for everything except for sex. And if that was legal, he would do that, too. So you're telling me my husband would have sex with his own mama. That's what you're telling me. That's what you you want. Like, in your head, that would be okay. If it was legal now. The only thing holding us back is a law written in a book. Right. that's That's the only thing holding us back. Is this a conversation they've had before? See, I dig too far into this stuff. I'm like, how would she know that he'd be okay with that? And why wouldn't he react like, absolutely not. I would not be okay with that. And or, instead, you know, call his mom a sicko. Or Right. But instead just covered mom, it. With, she's joking. Funny. She's mom, joking. That's not funny. Yes, it Your is. Jokes she's have a- become unfunny, mom. Right. They're, they're not funny anymore. It, Shay, yes, it is funny. She is a stand-up comedian hilarious incest is so funny it's funny and for for anybody that can't catch on this is straight sarcasm because it is gross you ever seen wrong turn hilarious movie so funny oh my goodness these these people just uh, i'm telling you they're pockets they have to be over i need to know where they get their pants from because i need pockets that big for all the shit i have to carry around besides audacity these people carry so much audacity with them on a daily basis how do they walk with that much weight in their pockets i mean i don't i don't get it i do not and will not ever understand the audacity of some of these mother-in-law father-in-law sister-in-law brother i will not ever understand the audacity of these in-laws it makes me want to actually vomit literally then then chill bumps just about oh god okay did you have one more the car seat one 
Yep, I have one more. I don't know if my little heart can handle this much. I know, girl. These stories, I feel like we're going to have to do a part two on this. Right? Like Like next week. Like day of the day of the dead. Resurrect the monster-in-laws. Right. Part two. Good Lord. Okay, we've got the one more. Let's do the, my mind is so melted right now. Like, I don't even have words for these people. This was also a personal email sent to me, okay? And you know them? um kind of it's a it's a friend of a friend of like a friend okay well at the end of this we all just need we all just need to send good vibes to these people and and hope that the situations get better also before you read this one i do want you guys to know that there will be i know not everyone just absolutely despises their in-laws that some people actually want to get their relationship with their in-laws to a better stage in that relationship so we will everyone wants to i'm sure they do because it you know it hurts to not be able to have a whole family you know Mm -hmm. and not necessarily that your own family is not a whole family but when you're not able to invite certain people to your birthday parties for your children because this person don't get along with that person or whatever what have you it hurts to not be able to have everybody together you know so we will be including you know a couple of things that we think could help you make that relationship better at the end this is not all just shit talking in laws and we just hate them and and don't worry about fixing your relationship some of us do some of us don't if you want to stick around to the end now let's get on with this last horrible story okay now this one seems slightly softer but it's still pretty bad oh Okay. okay it has to do with a car seat yeah so the subject was um my mother-in-law tried to steal my baby. Tried to steal her? <laughs> yeah. I thought you said the subject was car seat, not kidnap. It, it's about a car seat. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So one morning, my one-year-old was running a fever and couldn't go to daycare. So I called my mother-in-law to see if she could babysit, which was my last resort. Right. I, I can see why, girl. I read the email. Oh, God. She has always made these stupid comments about stealing my baby. I'm going to go ahead and pause right there. Well, you need to because I've got something to say. I hate those comments. Oh, I'm going to steal you. I'm I'm going to take you home with me. No, you're not. Bet you don't. Yeah, it's disgusting. Those comments drive me bonkers. Right. Drive me nuts. Right. Who says that kind of stuff anyway? She's going to steal your baby. And I'm going to steal your heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) oh my god okay go ahead for legal reasons it's a joke (laughs) she she of course came over so i could go to work i asked her to please keep me updated with how my daughter was feeling considering this was her the first time she had ever been sick oh um so lunchtime comes around, which is about seven hours since I've been at work. Mm-hmm. I still haven't heard from her. Seven hours? Are you just now on your lunch? Can you find a new job, please? Um, I think she uh she works like graveyard shift. Okay, I got you. But still, you're only supposed to work like eight hours, and you wait till your seventh to get your lunch. This bitch is. Yeah, I don't know. Can you still hear me? hungry i need some food before seven hours yeah right all right go ahead okay sorry sorry if there was a pause i accidentally unplugged my microphone (laughs) 
So I called her three or four times with no answer. Of course, I am freaking out. So I tell my boss I have to go home early. And they, of course, let me. Right. Because she's worried somebody kidnapped her kid. Right. I work 45 minutes away from my house. I finally pull in. My mother-in-law's car is gone. (gasps) Oh, my God. I bet the 45 minutes over there was just, like, heart-wrenching. Like, oh, my God, where's my kid? And then you pull up and her car is gone? Like, bolo, call the police now. At this point, I am panicking. One, because my mother-in-law doesn't have a car seat. (gasps) Oh, Okay, so yeah. she's gone with the kid and she doesn't have a car seat. Golly. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Good. Continue. Two, like I said before, she's always joked about stealing her. Where's this lady's husband? She's fucking sick. My baby is sick. Right. And not at home. Where she should be. Right. So I called my wife in a panic. Okay, so this is from the husband. No, this is, um, they're a gay couple. Oh, okay. I got you. What asshole of me to assume. (laughs) (laughs) You think you are, bitch. Right? Like, so sorry. I'm sorry. That was insensitive. Go ahead. Minutes later, my mother-in-law pulls into the driveway. Mm -hmm. Ready to get her ass kicked. Right. And she says, oh, sorry. The baby was sick. So I took her to get ice cream for her fever. Number one, bitch. I knew she was sick. That's why I called you. Right? Like, thank you so fucking much. For, for stating the obvious. Like, I didn't know. Me why I called you here. And then, and then I took her for ice cream. Well, guess what? Now you can't get an accurate reading on her damn temperature if you're taking an oral thermometer to her. So Never in my life have I ever heard of ice cream being used for a fever. It's not. It's not. What? I guess her logic, it's cold. So it'll cool her body down. What are you going to put it on her forehead? I don't get it. Y'all, just to... Obviously, I've never asked her to babysit again. Let me just interrupt this episode real quick to bring to you Callie, who has literally brought me an eight-pack of Powerades to my computer so I can pour her a cup. Hey, Callie. She's ridiculous. (laughs) But anyway, I just thought it was funny. Um, I can't. I don't... Again, lost for words. I knew this episode was going to have me like baffled. Because well, I knew. Here's my question: Where was the baby sitting? Was she in your lap, in the back seat, in the front seat, in the floorboard? I mean, like, like, did you just did you just throw her in the trunk? Like, I don't understand what's going on. You just threw well, her. In why the you tr- would even think that would be okay in the slightest? Right. I just put her in the back with a with a gallon of ice cream. Throw her in the trunk. Fucking ice cream cone. Right? Like, don't get it on my upholstery. I mean, I don't, I just don't, and I've had this problem before, but it was just, it was really a a lack of, I mean, not a lack of knowledge and incompetence is never an excuse, you know, but. Google is at your fingertips, has been for years. Right. Well, I had my, um, my daughter. Like I say, she'll be four in February, so she was probably around two years old. Now, my family all lives very close together, basically within the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, but my grandparents had her, and I called them to check on her while I was at work one day. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're over here. I was like, what do you mean you're over there? Because she has no car seat. So how'd you get her here? Well, she sat in my lap. Oh, hell no. Not again. And the she driver's didn't. lap or the passenger's lap? Either one is bad, but which one? Uh, it was the driver. 
Oh no, ma'am. Yes, it was. It was the driver. She was in the in the driver's lap. I mean, now it wasn't as bad as taking her into town to get ice cream because, like I say, it was less than a mile. The speed limit on that road is is less than twenty five, and this person right. never even does the speed limit. Well, she but never still, mentioned how far away the ice cream place was. Right, but it's it took still forty five minutes to get home. So right. Well, it's not to say the mother-in-law didn't leave 10 minutes before she got there you know there's still no way to calculate that time but yeah it's just it's just the fact of the matter like some parents are okay with their kids riding short distances at low speeds with no car seat because when I was little I know I used to get out of my out of my seat belt to climb in my mom's lap to drive down the dirt road we lived on you know because it's it's 15 miles an hour I'm in her lap there's literally never been a wreck on that road not saying that one couldn't happen but it was it was okay you know because it was right down the street there wasn't a problem with it some parents don't have problems with it but for me if you're going a distance and the speed limit gets over like 25 miles an hour or if you're even going to go over the speed limit that no 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 yeah absolutely not no now i mean if you want to take your golf cart over there because they do have a golf cart if you want to take your golf cart over there by all means but it's just a that's a that's a parental decision you know she should have called her and been like hey i want to run her up for ice cream is it okay if i take her i know she doesn't have a car seat but it's this many miles and you know the speed limit's this and blah 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 but then you got to take into effect you know you can control what you're doing on the road but you can't control what others are so it's a touchy subject you know and Laws say that you have to have them in car seats at all times. So mm-hmm. I think that that's a parental decision. That's disgusting, though, for her Do not to have any her. like personal stories you want to share. I don't. The only the only in laws, and they weren't even in laws. I was just dating their son. Well, I was thinking more like, um, you know, like because we've obviously only been married once. Not you and I together. Oh right, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but like like a boyfriend's mom or anything like that because I have one that I could share. well I did I dated a cop son at one point <gasps> I remember him <laughs> and he called me outside my name and this was before I had a hold of my anger problems the, the dad no the son oh no yes yes he did he called me a bitch and I was not okay with it at that point. You know, and at this point in my life, I take it as a as a compliment. Yes, I, I will always be a bitch, whether I'm I a kind am. bitch, whether I'm a happy bitch, whether I'm a sad and you bitch. You better add spooky in front of it. Right. Whether I'm, it, it doesn't matter what kind of bitch I am. I will always be a bitch. I, I mean, am a bitch. I am, I'm a bitch to a lot of people, not to a lot of people, but in a lot of people's opinions, I'm a bitch because I'm, I'm a very brutally honest person. <laughs> here's my thing why are we always a bitch if we stand up for ourselves or because don't take no shit it's always you're a bitch not because it's the boundaries that they can't respect right it's the boundaries and it's the it's the fact that they can't push you over the fact that they can't make you do what they want you to and all kinds of stuff It's, it's just all of that so anyway he called me outside of my name and I punched him in his face he had a bloody nose he had a bloody lip um he called I remember his fa- that. He called I sure his- do remember that. <laughs> he called his father and had his father arrest me. <gasps> I have a pretty good one for you. So it was right after high school. 
Okay, I think we got cut off, did we? Yeah, we got cut off because Callie come in here crying. So I didn't want all of that access noise. You might have heard a little bit of it to begin with, but I tried to cut it off as soon as I could, guys. Sorry. I can't think of anything else, like, personally that's happened to me. Now, I'm the type that, like, I really don't give a shit what people say to me. You know, like, I give and a shit, I, but I it really do. doesn't bother me. I don't care. I don't let it, like, it's not a memory. You know, like, it didn't affect me so bad that I remembered it. Right. As a, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I... I can't believe they said that. It's, it's actually like, hey, mom, I never even told you that story, but now you get to hear it for the first time on here. Right. <laughs> Publicly. On a public forum. Um, I had. Um, and text me and be like, why didn't you tell me? Right. I had a uh, one of the guys I dated. Now, I've never been in like um, a relationship, even in my teenage years. I've never been in a relationship um, any shorter than like two years. So anybody that yeah. I was with, I had been with them for an extended amount of time. One of the set of parents actually tried to pay me to continue to date their son. Is this who I think it is? Um, I don't know. We'll talk about that later because I don't want to use any names or anything. Um, but I did have somebody try and, and we were to the point where uh, he had mentioned you know, getting engaged, getting married and things like that. And I was like, not for me. I'm still in high school, buddy. It's time to go. Uh, but I guess he had mentioned it to his parents was going to ask me to marry him. And when I, when they said something to me about it, I was like, nope, that's not for me. They're like, well, we'll pay you if you just stay with them. I remember you telling me about this in high school. I know yeah. exactly who this is about. Yeah. yeah, that was, that's crazy. Like you don't have that much like confidence in your son. That's what I told him. I was like, if you're willing to pay somebody to take care of him, you know, if you're willing to pay somebody to be with him, then why in the hell would I be with him? Weird. Like you're having to pay somebody to take him off your hand. Why do I want to put on mine? Right. Like, what are you not telling me? Right. That's just the way I looked at it. Now he's happily married now and has a kid and all kinds of stuff, but glad it's not with me. It's just crazy. Anyway. So that clip was a little longer than um, than what's normal for us. I went ahead and uploaded it just so that it would be there. You know, nothing was compromised. But as I was uploading it, realized that it did compress the file. So there's a whole chunk missing, which would be the story that you were like, okay, sorry, mom, you know, like, oh, sorry, I can't just, back out of it now, huh? Can't back out of it now. So you're going to have to retell that story. <laughs> okay. So I don't know what was cut out. So I'll just start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Me and some friends met up with my boyfriend slash guy. I was talking to at um, the rec to play basketball, bitch. I ain't playing basketball. I'll watch. I ain't playing. <laughs> And um, his mom whips up. Oh, no. Yeah. And, like, angrily whips up. Like, you know how you can tell when people are angry when they drive? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess he, his phone was dead, so he wasn't answering. Mm hmm And she walks up, and she's like, which one of you bitches is Shay? And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, oh no. That would be I. I yeah. am the bitch. Hello, me. This is the okay, bitch. I didn't say that because right. I was a teenager at the time, and you remember me as a teenager, very soft spoken, right? Very non timid. Yeah. Um, I was like, uh, me, and she goes, "So you're the white trash little bitch that took my son away from me." 
Oh my god. I was like, uh, white trash? Right. I didn't take them nowhere except for this basketball game. What do you mean? Yeah, I know. She's way out of line. Yeah, and I've never been talked to like that. And shouldn't have been. Yeah. I don't know where these adults, like in teenage situations, like when, when you have a child that's a teenager, where in your right mind is it okay to talk to a child like you ain't got no damn yeah. sense? Yeah. And needless ridiculous. to say, we uh, did not continue to talk after that because when she found out that I was a white trash little bitch, I guess, um, she would not let him talk to me anymore. So. She should have been punched in the mouth. <laughs> I understand why you didn't tell your mom either because your mom would have punched you in the mouth, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, my mom... Is Shit. probably gonna ask me who it was. What was what was his mama name? Was, well, she'll she'll find an updated Facebook on his mama and take care of it now. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be like, I'm still going to see her. I don't know. Um, that just it's just so mean. Like it what? Is. It absolutely and is. It's not like we argued all the time or I like threatened to I mean y'all weren't even technically dating yet. Yeah. You're still just talking, so there couldn't yeah. have been that much of an issue between you. I don't know. It was just like um, crazy. Well, anyway, we're going to go ahead and I know that I had mentioned earlier that we were going to add um, like little tips or tricks to try and help you get in a, a better situation with your mother-in-law. So I wanted to go ahead and talk about those. Um, and I found this article from a website called uh, Psychology Today. And it looked like a, a pretty good article to take some information from. So in this article, it says, first, you need to sit with yourself. You know, before you can take on your mother-in-law, give yourself t- some time to process. Right, yeah. But any of your in-laws. interrupt you for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Isn't it funny how most mo- quote-unquote monster-in-laws are mother-in-laws? Well, yeah, absolutely. It's but just I think it's funny it, to me, you know. I think it stems from, you know, because there are children, we feel like we have so much control over them, and it's hard for a lot of women to step back and just let go. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, Lincoln's girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, in mm-hmm. um 15 years, I promise to be nice to you. Right, and welcome you and, and, welcome and, you with and open treat arms you and hugs and tacos and treat you like one of our own over here because right. I'm gonna be there too <laughs> we all gonna be together still unless you're a white trash little bitch <laughs> <laughs> Link thought that was funny <laughs> right no so this article it goes into um there's a couple of steps you know first sit with yourself give yourself a time out breathe you know take in and evaluate the situation figure out what's going to work and how you want to approach it um if you're not a confrontational person then it's going to be harder because approaching someone with something that they don't like is obviously going to be a confrontation mm-hmm. um so your second step would be consider where your mother-in-law is coming from you know if she if her if her behavior is geared towards you because she doesn't like you or is her behavior geared towards you because her and her son have some unfinished like argument going on you know does she not like you because you come between an argument or a disagreement they had or do you um do you give another 
outlook on the situation that maybe he hadn't seen, you know, things like that. Just like ask yourself if it's a valid option. Right. And try and be objective as you look over this situation. Mm -hmm. Don't look at it from just your side or her side. Just honestly ask yourself if she has a valid opinion and do her actions towards you validate um, that opinion. You know, it's like when your kid hits you, you don't take the tablet away. That doesn't, that doesn't go hand in hand, you know? So then your next step, according to this article would be ask yourself what role you're playing in the situation. There's roles, there's situations. Sometimes the person has done nothing to cause the retaliation with the in-laws to become Mm -hmm. strained. And then there are also situations where the you or the husband or the wife or whatever has done something that's causing the the in-law to treat you the way so resorting back to to step two take a step back evaluate if you have done something that maybe had offended them and don't have any expectations that's what um the the fourth step is don't have expectations that would uh, lead you to believe that she's just not trying or things like that because some people don't like to talk about their emotions some people don't yeah. like confrontation so don't basically don't build up false hope for yourself have a plan as to what you're going to do if this situation happens you know basically have those talks that you have with your with yourself when you're in the shower and you make up these like wildly impossible scenarios and you're like if this ever happened to me this is what I'm going to do I thought, you know? I thought I was the only one who did that. No, I didn't. I will sit there and practice in front of the mirror. Yes, like if this, person, argument. if this person ever says this exact sentence to me, this is exactly what I'm going to say to them. So no, just, just don't have any expectations to how the conversation or the confrontation is going to go and just, you know, have a basic plan, kind of like birth, have a basic plan as to what, you, what the outcome needs to be and how you're going to get there. Um. Overall, though, you need to be okay with not having their approval because you cannot make everybody in this world happy. You cannot please everybody. So there's going to be situations where you can work your ass off to have a fantastic relationship with your mother-in-law and it just, or your father-in-law or any in-law, and it just will not work. Mm-hmm. after you've exhausted yourself mentally and I would even prefer for you not to even get that far but after you've exhausted every option that you have leave leave it be um and trust your instincts so your intuition sounds an alarm and it's just like you're trying for nothing this is never going to work now there's a difference between insecurity and intuition mm-hmm. but if you hear you know like this is not going to work. Like just something in your gut's telling you it's not going to work. That, that You just need to give up on the relationship. Listen to it. Trust your gut. Trust yeah. your instinct. Sometimes you have to be the one to be like, you know what? The ball is in your court. Right. Um, but also while you're taking these steps, you need to remember to don't try and fake a relationship that isn't there. Don't don't try and, and be buddy-buddy or friendly or, or fake a friendship with someone that you know they know that y'all are having problems. So if you know you're having problems, they know you're having problems, let's not play nice to each other's face. Um, but also be assertive when it comes to your boundaries, when, you, when it comes to, you know, communication. But also be polite you know just be assertive but be polite um you aren't able to communicate 
how deeply the problems are hurting you sometimes. And so sometimes that's going to um, affect the relationship. Um, and don't stoop to their level. You know, if it's not going to, you can't fight fire with fire. It's not going to, that. right. It's not going to make any difference to take digs at them, calling them names, being equally as rude. Just don't go there. You know, um, no matter how angry, no matter how many digs they take at you, no matter how many names, just be polite, you know, and, and keep your ground, stand your ground and, and, uh, be assertive. And it also says, um, don't take criticism personally. That's really hard to do. So you can take criticism seriously, but you don't have to take it personally. So where if your mother-in-law, your sister-in-law, whoever, you know, calls you a bitch. Yes, that's a very serious problem if you don't take it as a compliment. But um, it's not something that you need to take personally. And uh, learn how to deal with your anger. What works for you? You know, after that in-law calls you that name, what is something that you can blow off steam with? And also, like we've said plenty of times before, it helps to have somebody that is very trusted that you know is not going to run their mouth back to them to be able to vent to and just get it off your chest. Um, and if all else fails, if nothing else, if none of these steps work, if you can't, just cannot get to a better step in this relationship, practice a healthy selfishness. You need to take care of yourself before you can take care of any situation. It's okay to stand up for yourself. And I know I need to practice what I preach, Destiny. You ain't got to tell me. <laughs> right, I know it. But okay to stand up for yourself. It absolutely is, especially when it comes to boundaries with people that are in your life on a daily basis. You can also opt out completely of the in-law situation and uh, limit your in-law's involvement in your, in your daily lives. Um, mm -hmm. I think I'm going to add the link to this. Uh, website into the description of the podcast just in case you want to take a look at it yourself it was just a, a brief overview of, of the basic steps uh, but I do think that it's very good advice you know it it sounds like a very healthy way of dealing with a monster yeah. in law yeah so I think that brings us to a closing. Um, I'm really excited for this episode to air. I am. This was the first episode we ever talked about when we decided to start the podcast. Yeah, it was the, it was the first idea to come up, but we knew, we just knew we had to do it for Halloween oh, yeah. week. So, but anyway, guys, thank you for joining us. Um, what, um, what am I trying to say here? Thanks for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed making it for you. And Don't let me know if you want a part two, because baby, I want one. <laughs> Shay's all up for a part two. Um, now, don't take anything personal that we said. Everything right. was in a joking Don't manner. that like, like if anyone in our family listens to this, don't think that we were like trying to like slyly like, ooh, this is about you, you know? Yeah, no, there was no, there, nothing is to be taken personally. This is just another disclaimer, guys. When, when we weren't laughing at people's situation, that we weren't making fun of them. Exactly. So anyways, can't wait to see you guys next week. Can't wait to air that episode for you. And uh, 
hopefully you enjoyed it as much as we did. I'll see you later. Shay and I are so excited for next week's episode. It's a topic very close to our hearts and even one of the reasons why we started this podcast. I hope you guys will join us for next week's topic, Parenting Styles, where we will discuss mine, hers, and everything in between. See you guys later.